Welcome to the bookmarketing.pro blog and podcast. This is a blog and podcast for book marketing and promotion success stories, industry insider secrets, and strategies. I'm your host, Bo Bennett. Hello, everybody. This is Bo Bennett, and I am the founder of bookmarketing.pro and the host of this podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking to you about a personal story, a strategy of mine, basically, if you want to call it that. It is book to blog or blog to book. And it is going to be a story of how I started with one of my first books and to date, certainly by far my most successful book that I've been publishing. The book is called Logically Fallacious, and it started as a website, as a blog, basically. What I decided to do was to go around the internet and collect what are called logical fallacies. These are errors in reasoning and cognitive thought, basically. Argumentative, uh, argumentative errors that don't quite make sense when you think about them. And I found them fascinating because I was heavily involved in debate back then and online arguing, which, let's face it, who, who isn't? Uh, I try not to be anymore. Um, I'm, I'm past that, thank goodness. But uh, that was a very uh, tumultuous time of my life. But anyways, we're not going to be talking about that. The important part was I wanted to put together a resource for all of these logical fallacies. There were a few sites that gathered a selection of them. There were sites that have maybe like 10 or 20. Um, I think a couple sites even had like 50. But I found that there were hundreds of these logical fallacies, literally hundreds, and there was no one resource for them. I also found that the resource that had the logical fallacies, well, they, they weren't very good. They, it, was, it was not always clear, the description, and some people were doing a better job at describing than others, and some of the fallacies, but not all of the fallacies. It was just very inconsistent. So what I decided to do was basically put together a website where I would collect and gather these fallacies. And then I would write my own description and I would back all of this up, of course, with academic resources to make sure that everything was accurate and I wasn't spreading misinformation across the internet. Well, it wasn't too long before this became one of the most used resources for logical fallacies and probably the most used resource today. But back then, when I first started this, it, it did become very popular quickly. So I decided, well, how could I monetize this? The last thing I wanted to do was to put ads on the site. Nobody likes ads, and it really cheapens the quality of the site, in my opinion. And when I'm talking about ads, I'm talking about like Google ads or third-party ads that have nothing to do with the site. So I was, I, I was the founder of ebookit.com back then and, and still am. So I, I knew that ebooks existed. So I wanted to make this blog into an ebook where I could sell the ebook. One of the things that I was, I was very adamant about at the time was I didn't want to make this material like behind a firewall. I didn't want to lock it up. I didn't want to put it in a members only section. I didn't want to make people pay for it. I thought it's really good information 
And although I wasn't the creator of all of this content, probably like 20 or 30% of the, the fallacies I am the creator of now, but back then it was really just kind of a, a gathering, a collection of different ideas that go back to Socrates and Plato. I mean, a long time ago, all the way up to today, some, some modern scholars have contributed to the world of logical fallacies. So I, I didn't want to keep this information from people. So I continued to have the blog as a public site. Anybody who wants to basically have access to, uh, I would say maybe like 90% of the book could go online and they could access all the information. However, and here's the important part. Most people don't like reading the internet, reading on the internet, on the computer screen, on a little phone, scrolling through web pages is very tedious and technologically problematic. It's just not a very good experience. People love ebooks. People love print books. People love audiobooks. It's a great way to consume material. So why not take this information on the blog and put it into a book? I thought, which is exactly what I did. I started with the ebook, put everything together, gathered everything, formatted it for the ebook. And then I did the same for the print and ultimately the audiobook, which took me probably 40, 40 hours of narrating and editing. It was a lot of work, but, but boy, was it worth it. And this was done maybe back in 2012. I believe that was the first year. So it's been almost a decade already. And what I could tell you basically is I've been making, you know, not a crazy amount, but hundreds of dollars per month, uh, sometimes in the thousands, depending on the month and depending on what promotions were going on or what interviews I did that month. Every month for the last eight plus years, simply because I chose to put my blog onto a book. Now, I'm not saying that every blog will have this kind of success if it goes on a book. In fact, I definitely believe I did hit a great niche. Uh, I, I met a need that, that wasn't being served, and I put together everything in an academic book. And of course, my, my background and my PhD certainly helped write the book and fill in all the gaps that currently weren't filled in. And also establish credibility for people when they're looking to buy a book. Uh, seeing seeing my name attached to it with, with the academic credentials. So that certainly did help. I don't want to minimize that. But the, the key here is taking the blog and putting it in a book. Now, the reason that this works, and it's not just because of my name or the content, is because the blog is actually a fantastic advertisement for the book. Recall that I said people don't like reading websites. It's, it's tedious and it's technologically problematic. They like reading books, whether it be an ebook, a print book, or an audiobook. So if they like what they're reading on the blog and you have a clear and easy way for them to purchase your book from your blog, for example, you might want to have an ad that says, do you like what you're reading? You can get all of this in one nice, easy to read book. Just click here and for $9.99 or whatever, you could have it. 
And that's what I did. And that's where we get a lot of the sales from because people really enjoy what they read on the blog, but they realize that it's not a good experience. So they want to actually just buy the book and it's worth it, especially for an ebook for like 10 bucks. Or sometimes you, you might, maybe you want to do two 99 or 99 cents, depending on how much content and what kind of content, but it's worth it just to download the entire book and just and have the the user have the ability to read it on their device using their EPUB reader or their their Kindle or whatever it might be. So this is a really good strategy. And what I did is I went from blog to book, but I don't want to leave out the great idea of turning your book into a blog. So if you've already written your book, you already have a book, and it's not like a fictional book. Let's say it's a, it's a nonfiction book, a how-to, maybe even a memoir or something. But can you turn that book into a blog? And a blog, if you just recall, is basically a, a, a series of articles or a series of stories or a series of chapters. So I'm not, I'm not saying that you can't do this with a fictional book. You probably can. I haven't seen it done successfully. So I, I don't want to say that uh, that's, that's a good idea, but hey, you may be the first. But it could certainly be done with a non-fictional book or a, a, especially like a how-to, something that, that teaches someone something. And I know that many authors are hesitant to give their content away because you're probably thinking, well, why would I give everything away? I'm actually selling it. Well, remember, if you're selling it and you're selling a lot of it, then great. Maybe you shouldn't do this. Um, however, if you're not selling many books at all and you're not happy with your sales, give this a try. It's one of those ideas when a lot of people come to me, a lot of the, the authors, self-published authors, they're talking about DRM. DRM is digital rights management. They say, yeah, I, I definitely use DRM. I do not want people sharing my book. Uh, last thing I want is people like copying it and printing it out. And uh, unless you have like maybe a $50 book or a textbook, something that's maybe in the hundreds of dollars, which let's face it, very few books are priced at that level. Most books, eBooks are around $9.99 or less. So it's not the kind of content that people are going to risk getting fined for or going to jail for, or even just breaking some kind of unwritten morality code or, or law of stealing content and stealing books. It's just not done that often. And if somebody actually does want to share your book, then fantastic. Let them share your book. I think one share like that would lead to more sales or would be likely to lead to more sales if they didn't share it. You're getting readers. You're getting people into your content. And that's what you ultimately want. So the blog is the same thing. You're sharing your information. You're doing it for free. And people are reading your content and people are talking about your content. And then, of course, if you have your link, people are going to buy your book. Or I should say people will be more likely to buy your book as opposed to if they didn't know about it at all. So consider that. This is the bottom line. Consider taking your blog, existing blog that you have, and turning it into a book. Or if you already have your book, consider turning it into a blog and using your blog as a marketing strategy. It worked extremely well for me. And I do have several books, but I did not do this with 
all of the books. And uh, let me let me tell you why I think this is a good reason <clears throat> or a good topic to get into. One of the books I have is called Year to Success. It's the first book that I actually wrote. It's about 740 pages, and I did the audiobook for it, and the audiobook is 22 hours of, of just narration, not including the editing. It's a long, long book. I didn't want to put this into a blog because I update it frequently, and I found that updating the audiobook, updating the print book, updating the ebook, and having to update an online source like a blog is just too much. It's just too much trouble, and I didn't think it's worth it for that size book. So I, I chose not to do that. In fact, uh, even even with my book Logically Fallacious, it's, it's, it's a decent size book. And I got to admit that it is kind of a pain keeping that up to date because I do do a lot of updates. But for that one, I said, yeah, it's worth it. It's a subjective call. There's no formula here. You could try it and see how it works. And I would also say if you are going to do some trials and testing, give it some time because it, it may take off immediately or it may take weeks, months, years. I'm not sure if, it, <laughs> if you're waiting years, it's probably not going to take off, but at least months. And then you'll have a good idea if it's going to take off or not. That's it. I believe I covered everything you need to know about turning your book into a blog and blog into a book, with the exception of some of the technical details like software and so forth. But I'm sure if you're at this stage and you're serious about doing this, you could just Google how to create a blog. If you are using our web or author websites, that's hostingauthors.com, this comes with a blog if you have the, the paid option. So you could actually do that. You could actually create a blog on your hosting author's website very easily. And we have videos to show you how to do that. Otherwise, if you have a site like WordPress or something, I'm sure you could Google it and find out how to do it. Technically, it's not that difficult. But I'm telling you, if you got the right book, if you got the right blog, it could definitely be worth it. Well, that's it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you learned something. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. To request your personalized book marketing and promotion report card and proposal, visit bookmarketing.pro slash bookmarketing.